0: Welcome back, listeners, to Sandman Stories Presents, a folklore podcast where I read you to sleep or until the next story. I'm your host, Dustin. Today we are back in the book of South African folktales by James A. Honey. In the first story, we see Hyena marrying Jackal, but Jackal ruins things again. And in the second story, there is an imaginary fantastical animal named Nkale which tricks all of the animals and gets them killed. Can rabbit trick it first? There are some Kosa names for the animals, and I will say them with the English name, just so that you can keep up. But it is still cool to learn a little bit of Kosa. Sorry for my pronunciation. Okay, let's begin. Jackal's Bride Jackal, it is said, married hyena and carried off a cow belonging to the ants, to slaughter her for the wedding. And when he had slaughtered her, he put the cow skin over his bride, and when he had fixed a pole on which to hang the flesh, he placed on the top of the forked pole the hearth for the cooking, and in order to cook upon it all sorts of delicious food. Soon Lion came along, and he wished to go up. Jackal, therefore, asked his little daughter for a thong, for which he could pull Lion up, and he began to pull him up, and when his face came near to the cooking pot, he cut the thong in two, so that Lion tumbled down. Then Jackal upbraided his little daughter with these words, Why do you give me such an old thong? And he added, Give me a fresh thong. She gave him a new thong, and he pulled up Lion again, and when his face came near the pot, which stood on the fire, he said, Open your mouth. Then he put into his mouth a hot piece of quartz, which had been boiled together with the fat, and the stone went down, burning his throat. Thus, lion died. There also came the ants running after the cow, and when Jackal saw them, he fled. Then they beat the bride in her brookerous dress. Hyena, believing that it was Jackal, said, You tawny rogue, have you not played at beating long enough? have you no more loving game than this but when she had bitten a hole through the cow skin she saw that they were other people then she fled falling here and there yet still made her escape the Story number two, the story of hair. Once upon a time, the animals made a kraal and put some fat in it. They agreed that one of their number should remain to be the gatekeeper of the gate. The first one that was appointed was the hyrax, Imbila. He agreed to take charge, and all the others went to sleep. In a short time, the hyrax fell asleep when the Inkalameva, a fabulous animal, Went in and ate all the fat. After doing this, he threw a little stone at the hyrax. The hyrax started up and cried out, The fat belonging to all the animals has been eaten by the Inkalameva. It repeated this cry several times, calling out very loudly. The animals at a distance heard it. They ran to the kraal, and when they saw that the fat was gone, they killed the hyrax. They put fat in the kraal a second time and appointed mongoose, ingaga, to guard the gate. The mongoose consented and the animals went away as before. After a little time, the inkalameva came to the kraal, bringing some honey with it. It invited the keeper of the gate to eat honey, and while the mongoose was enjoying himself, the inkalameva went in and stole all the fat. It threw a stone at the mongoose, which caused him to look up. The mongoose cried out, The fat belonging to the animals has been eaten by the Inkalameva. As soon as the animals heard the cry, they ran to the kraal and killed the mongoose. They put fat in the kraal for the third time and appointed the duiker, Impunzi, to be the keeper of the gate. The duiker agreed, and the others went away. In a short time, the Inkalameva made its appearance proposed to the deeker that they should play hide-and-seek. The deeker agreed to this. Then the inkalameva hid itself and the deeker looked for it, till he was so tired that he lay down and went to sleep. When the deeker was asleep, the inkalameva ate up all the fat. Then it threw a stone at the deeker, which caused him to jump up and cry out, The fat belonging to all the animals has been eaten by the inkalameva! The animals, when they heard the cry, ran back to the kraal and killed the digger. They put fat in the kraal for a fourth time, and appointed bluebuck, Inputi, to be the keeper of the gate. When the animals went away, the inkalameva came as before. It said, What are you doing by yourself? The bluebuck answered, I am watching the fat belonging to all the animals. The Inkalameva said, I will be your companion. Come, let us scratch each other's heads. The blue buck agreed to this. The Inkalameva sat down and scratched the head of the other till he went to sleep. Then it arose and ate all the fat. When it had finished, it threw a stone at the blue buck and awakened him. The blue buck saw what had happened and cried out, the fat belonging to all the animals has been eaten by the Inkalameva. Then the animals ran up and killed the blue buck also. They put the fat in the kraal for the fifth time and appointed the porcupine, Inkanda, to be the keeper of the gate. The animals went away and the Inkalameva came as before. It said to the porcupine, Let us run a race against each other. It let the porcupine beat it in this race. Then it said, I did not think you could run so fast, but let's try again. They ran again and it allowed the porcupine to beat it a second time. They ran till the porcupine was so tired that he said, Let us rest now. They sat down to rest and the porcupine went to sleep. Then the Inkalameva rose up and ate all the fat. When it had finished eating, it threw a stone at the porcupine which caused him to jump up. He called out with a loud voice, "The fat belonging to all the animals has been eaten by the inkalameva." Then the animals came up running and put the porcupine to death. They put fat in the kraal for the sixth time and selected the hare, Umvundula, to be the keeper of the gate. At first, hare would not consent. He said, the hyrex is dead, the mongoose is dead, the deaker is dead, the blue buck is dead, the porcupine's dead, and you will kill me too. They promised him that they would not kill him, and after a good deal of persuasion, he at last agreed to keep the gate. When the animals were gone, he laid himself down, but he only pretended to go to sleep. In a short time, the incalameva went in, and was just going to take the fat when the hare cried out, Let the fat alone. The inkalameva said, Please just let me have this little bit. The hare answered mocking, Please just let me have this little bit. After that they became companions. The hare proposed that they should fasten each other's tails, and the inkalameva agreed. The inkalameva fastened the tail of the hare first. The hare said, Don't tie my tail so tight. Then the hare fastened the tail of the Inkalameva. The Inkalameva said, Don't tie my tail so tight. But the hare made no answer. After tying the tail of the Inkalameva very fast, the hare took his club and killed it. The hare took the tail of the Inkalameva and ate it, all except a little piece which he hid in the fence. Then he called out, The fat belonging to all the animals has been eaten by the Inkalameva. The animals came running back, and when they saw that the Inkalameva was dead, they rejoiced greatly. They asked the hare for the tail, which should be kept for the chief. The hare replied, The one I killed had no tail. They said, How can an Inkalameva be without a tail? They began to search, and at length they found a piece of the tail in the fence. They told the chief that the hare had eaten the tail. The chief said Bring him to me. All the animals ran after the hare, but he fled, and they could not catch him. The hare ran into a hole, at the mouth of which the animals set a snare, and then went away. The hare remained in the hole for many days, but at length he managed to get out without being caught. He went to a place where he found the bushbuck in Babala, building a hut. There was a pot with meat in it on the fire. He said to the bushbuck, Can I take this little piece of meat? The bushbuck answered, You must not do it. But he took the meat and ate it all. Afterwards he whistled in a particular manner, and there fell a hailstorm which killed the bushbuck. Then he took the skin of the bushbuck and made himself a mantle. After this the hare went into the forest to procure some weapons to fight with. When he was cutting a stick, the monkeys threw leaves upon him. He called them to come down and beat him. They came down, but he killed them with all his weapons. The end. Wow, I was not expecting that ending. You know, the whole story was about Inkalameva, 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 and all of a sudden the hare makes a whole arsenal and takes on every animal and becomes kind of jackal like. I loved hearing all the names of the animals in Xhosa. Uh I really want to know more about this Inkalameva. I've got to try and track down someone who knows about it because online there is absolutely nothing. And I love the first story because the thought of Jackal and Hyena together was a bit silly. And then Jackal still being a scoundrel makes me think of the stories my good friend Theshira covered on her Legendary Africa podcast. The episode on Jackal the Jerk. So oh, that's always a fun story. And the podcast shoutout goes out to Weird Rap. This is a podcast that I've listened to for a while now. The Mole is a producer who works with a lot of outsider rappers and makes some cool music. So if you like a bit of Strange on your radio, follow this pod and some of the artists on the show like Cool Keith or Death Grips. And if you enjoy it as much as me, go and give them a listen, a rating, a follow, all that good stuff. And if you want to give me a listen, a rating, or anything like that, there's a cool website called Galas. G-A-L-A-S. You can leave a voice message for me, you can leave a note for me, and I can respond to it. I've only gotten a handful of comments, so more comments would be lovely. Or you can find me on Mastodon or a few other places. And my listener shout out is to Zaporizhia, Ukraine. This city is located on the Dnieper River in Ukraine, just south of Kyiv. It has the largest nuclear power station in all of Europe. It is also famous for the island of Kortesia, which was an important fortress for the Cossacks. Zaporizhia was founded as a city during the Russian Empire, as a guard against the Crimean Tatars, but has roots going all the way back to the Scythians, a name for several nomadic Iranian groups of people living as far away as the Russian steppes in Kazakhstan. And of course I would love to visit when there's peace again. So I say to my listener in noci. Thank you and good night.